0: Be dazzled this holiday season by Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show at Bull Run Festival of Lights. Celebrate the holidays as a family while staying warm and cozy. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow through two and a half miles of dazzling displays in Bull Run Regional Park in Centerville, Virginia. Plan your visit now. When you visit by mid-December, you'll save. Get your tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. Lights.com what's going on everybody hey listen it is monday night which means it's time to command your day and command your week with prayer it's going to be amazing 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 right so i need you to come on in like the video tell me where you're watching from and share this video for a powerful time tonight like the video tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight we are going to experience power in prayer as we always do and uh, we're so excited about that come on in like the video, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all of our digital platforms, and let us know where you are watching from, and uh, and I want you to uh, come on in. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Like the video, tell me where you watch it from, and share the video. Good to see you. O- Ovido, Florida, what's going on? Aurora, what's going on? Come on in. Maryland, come on, sunny, not just Maryland. Look here, sunny Maryland, huh? good to see you welcome glad glad good to see you come on mcdonough georgia that's in the atl area gotta mention that Harvest search atlanta is coming text hc atl to five nine seven six nine and you can find out more about that would you do that um text hc atl to five nine seven six nine can i get a few of y'all to type that in the chat it is also on the screen right there if you're looking on youtube or periscope Or uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Periscope, or Facebook. Uh, So what do we do, guys? Every Monday night, we gather together to pray for one hour. And there's something powerful about praying for one hour. It's a principle of prayer that we find set up in the scripture, right? When Jesus is going through one of his most defining moments, he says um, to um, three particular people, Peter, James, and John. He says to them, come with me and watch and pray with me for an hour Uh, in your most defining moments. You got to make sure you cover that in prayer In some of your most stressful moments. You got to make sure you cover that in prayer. Why? Because you want to make sure that after watch me after you pray, you make the right decisions, that you're making the right moves, that you're doing the right thing. So every Monday night. We got it together for an hour seven o'clock mountain to eight o'clock eastern that's nine eastern to ten um nine eastern to ten eastern all right so that's what we do uh every monday night come on in like it tell me where you watching from share it. So Shalom to you i got my shirt today thank you wonderful thank you so much and that bow was amazing thank you so much i, I literally just just got it maybe 30 minutes or so ago so thank you so much look at here look at here come on in like the video tell me where you're watching from Share this video i see what's going on london i see london i saw canada where else do we have i saw london i saw canada come on y'all we about to go in tonight in prayer uh, i am fired up i am fired up what's happening in texas i am fired up and ready to go as it relates to prayer i always am but especially tonight especially tonight what's happening uh come on in shalom to you shalom is a hebrew word that we use at harvest if you've watched any of my preaching you know uh, that I do uh, I like to I like to one make sure that you're taught right because I could you can be hollering and screamed at all the time and that's good and I mean that's not knocking there but I like to make sure that you are well fed and so part of my responsibility is a shepherd and making sure that you are well fed is making sure um, that you uh, know the word and that you know um, not just the surface level of the word but that we go even deeper in that and so one of the things that um, I like to do is to teach you the meaning behind the words and one of the words that we use hey St. Louis One of the words that we use is shalom. Can I get everybody that's on now? Can you just type that on the screen? Shalom, shalom. Can I get you to type that right now? Shalom, shalom. Put that on the screen. Shalom, shalom, shalom Shalom, shalom. S-H-A-L-O-M S-H-A-L-O-M It's a Hebrew word and here's what it means guys. It means Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, and all is well, all right? That's the macro version of the meaning of that word. And so uh, every time, uh, part of the culture of Harvard Church, it's amazing to me. You see so many other pastors and churches now beginning to jump on it and get it, and that's amazing. That's a blessing. Um, When you influence the influencer, you get to uh, make a change that is uh, now at an even greater level. Um, And so, in that, Shalom, every time you speak that to somebody, you are prophesying to somebody. Everything that comes out of your mouth that is prayer, it is also prophecy. Um, So, this is why it's so important that, watch me, that you're careful with what comes out of your mouth so that your mouth does not write a check that you don't want to see manifest in your life. You don't want your life to write a check. You don't want to see manifest in your life. All right. And so um, one of the most important things you can do is be mindful of what you're saying. So Shalom, every time we say that we are speaking it to somebody, we're telling them, I prophesy nothing missing in your life. Come on. I prophesy nothing is lacking in your life. I prophesy nothing is broken in your life. And I prophesy all is well in your life. In fact. The Bible says in Psalm uh, that he delights in the prosperity of his servants. Prosperity is the word shalom, which means God says, I like to see you shalom. Can I just get you to say that? Say he wants to see me shalom. God is not looking for your life to be raggedy, jacked up, janky, and torn up. God looks for your life to be an example for others. So as we begin to open prayer tonight, when you hear that word shalom, I need you to realize it's not just trying to be, be extra deep. I am literally prophesying it to you. See, in the Bible, they didn't speak to one another, just say, hey, what up? Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? No, every time they saw one another, they wanted to speak to the king and to the priest and one another. And you need some folk in your life that are going to speak to the greatness in you, not to the gutter, that are going to speak to the king in your life, not to the ratchet in your life. Can I get somebody to talk to me tonight? So people that are going to speak to the greatness that is in you, uh, not to the mess that you've been in. So tonight, uh, I want you to be mindful of the words that we use because words matter, words matter. Can I get a few to type that on the screen? Words matter, words matter. And it's so very important um, that we understand that. um, The Bible says that we're gonna have to give an account for our idle words um that's deep because god says the stuff that you just said where you didn't think it meant anything you're gonna have to give an account for what does that mean to give an account for when it manifests in your life that's going to be the account you have to give so as we're getting ready to start in prayer here now uh, i want you to be mindful of everything that we're saying tonight because everything that we say is going to be strategic everything that we say is going to be strategic everything that we say is going to be strategic prayer is our way of adjudication. What is adjudication? It is our way of taking a legal claim to God so that we can get results in our life. And when we pray tonight, I need you to type this word results. Two things you're gonna hear me um have you do a lot tonight in prayer. Let's type things on the screen and say things out of your mouth. Why do you type it? The Bible says that when we agree, when we agree, when we agree, that's right, and I suppose when we agree. When two or three touch agreeing, anything it shall be done for them. But right now, you can't touch them You ain't supposed to touch nobody, all right? So what are we doing? When we type it on the screen, that's our way to agree. But in addition to that, this is too long. <laughs> but in addition to that, um, when you speak it out of your mouth, Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the what? Tongue. Which means I can tell where you're going to be by the end of this year based on what you're saying right now. I can tell where you're going to be at the end of this decade Based on what you are saying right now. And so it's so important that we get that. Y'all ready? So let's open up tonight. I need you to just be mindful of what we're going to say tonight because we're going in tonight. I need you to get ready. If you need to pull over for the next 50 minutes while we're praying, I need you to pull over. If you need to uh, 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 tell somebody, you're going to call them back. If you need to put the, the dinner on simmer, I need you, I want to challenge you to lock in for this next 50 minutes. Jesus said, to Peter, James, and John, because they kept falling asleep. He said, could you not pray with me for an hour? Now, literally they fell asleep, right? Anybody ever been praying and you fall asleep? Come on, you can wave at me, let's be honest. You whip your form, You can tell the truth, you ain't gonna lie when you and, me. Well, you and me, we keep it real so we can heal, all right? But then here's the second thing, here's what they were saying. Anybody ever heard this term uh, where, uh, where the people say, you gotta stay woke, you gotta be woke? In other words, just saying, be aware to what's going, what's really going on in the world check this out the scripture watch me when he says you could you not uh, stay awake and pray with me for an hour Jesus is saying you're not even aware of what's going on Jesus said hey I am getting ready to be betrayed and you're not even aware of what's happening he says you can't even sense that my emotions have shifted come on you can't even deter uh, detect that uh, something is going on with me where I'm in the middle of warfare and I but before we go into this prayer tonight, I prophesy that this year you're going to have people around you. Watch me. That will be able to sense when you're under attack and they're going to attack the attack. I need you to say I receive that. I prophesy that this year you're going to have people in your life before 2020 comes to its end, that they're going to be able to sense when you are dealing with stress. When you are dealing with pressure, when you are dealing with pain, and they're going to be able to attack the attack. In other words, Jesus was saying, how are you not woke, Peter, James, and John? He said, I'm going through one of my worst moments, and you suckers asleep. You, you, (laughs) it ain't fifth Monday. You jokers are asleep. And so tonight when we gather together in prayer, what are we doing? On all of these digital platforms, and even those that look at the replay, what are we doing, guys? We are making sure. That as we move forward in this, that we are all woke. Come on, I need to type that on the screen. I'm woke. 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 For those of you who feel like you've been fighting by yourself, this is why prayer on Monday nights is so powerful. This is why prayer is so powerful because you are not by yourself. You're out. Not you're not out there alone. You're not out there doing it by yourself. All right, let's open. Father in Jesus' name, God, we give you glory. We give you honor, we give you thanks, we give you adoration, and we give you praise. Why? Because you are King of Kings, you are Lord of Lords, you're the great I Am. You're Alpha, that means you're the beginning. And you're Omega, that means you're the end. That means everything that's in between, Father, you have already prepared us for. You've already graced us for You've already equipped us for In your name, Father, we come to you asking first and foremost for forgiveness for all of our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly, so our prayers would not be hindered. Father, thank you for the privilege that we have to pray. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. Father, prayer keeps us in a position where we are able to produce results. And that's what we want to see. So tonight, as we ask for forgiveness for our sin, that's for forgiveness for our transgression. Those are the things we willfully did that were not wrong. Why do we do it, Father? Because we give in to the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. And so tonight, Father, forgive us for giving in to what we saw, to what we felt, and to trying to protect our ego. My God. Forgive us for giving in to what we saw and what we felt in trying to protect our ego. And tonight, Father, we glorify you that we can bring self-discipline and not repeat the same transgression. We pray tonight, Father, that we would not repeat the same stupid decisions. Come on. We would not repeat the same folly. We would not make the same cycles and circles over and over and over again. But we are the curse breakers. We are the interruption to the dysfunction in our bloodline. We are those that those, uh, that will be testified about. your word says we are living epistles, what does that mean? It means that we will be testified about, that people will look at our lives and say, that's a testimony. They'll look at what we overcome and say, that's a testimony. They'll look at what we defeat and they'll say, that is a testimony. So tonight, not only do we ask for forgiveness for sin and transgression, we ask for forgiveness for iniquity. What is that? That is the stuff we practice that was passed down and around. Forgive us, Father, for not being what you called us to be. Forgive us, Father, for giving into that's just how my family is. Forgive us for giving into that's just how I am. Forgive us for giving into that's how my mama was. That's how my daddy was. That's how I grew up. That's all I know. We are supposed to interrupt that, not perpetuate and repeat that. And so tonight, Father, stir up the curse breaker. That's on the inside of us tonight. Stir up the world changer, history maker, interruption to the dysfunction in our bloodline that you have called for us to be tonight in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Father, that we would be woke. That's what you were telling Peter, James, and John. Stay awake for an hour and pray, Father, energize us over this next hour. Give us the strength we need. Give us the fortitude we need. Give us the passion we need. Over this next hour in prayer. And we thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. Can I get everybody everywhere to just type amen right there? Everybody everywhere to just type Amen right there. Listen, guys, if you are just coming in, I need you to like this video. I need you to tell me where you're watching from. I need you to share this video. If you're looking at um YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope, you'll see it's actually scrolling right at the bottom right there. And uh, you're able to do that, there we go. You're able to do that. Uh, Listen, um, I want to um, say a couple of things and then I wanna move further in prayer. Uh, Make sure that you are with us on next Tuesday. It's the second of our Harvest Church Atlanta Digital Interest Gatherings. We're getting ready to expand to the Atlanta area. Can I get everybody to type the word expansion on the screen? When's the best time to expand? The best time to expand, watch me, is when there's fear in the land. What do you mean by that? Um, you have to learn how to go counter the current. Da, 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 ba, Niel, Y'all, I'm going to go up. Y'all got to come on with me. What do you mean, counter the current? Jesus, whenever you're on an assignment from Jesus, you often are going to have to go with, with winds that are contrary. Jesus tells the disciples several times, one time in particular, he said, Listen, I want you to get into the boat. And go to the other side. When they get in the boat, by the Bible says there's a storm. The winds begin to be contrary to them. And the wind literally is literally is trying to push them back. I rebuke tonight. Let's cover that. I rebuke you being pushed back when you need to press forward. I rebuke you being pushed back when you need to press forward. The wind does not mean quit. The wind means this is gonna be a big win the wind w-i-n-d means this is going to be a big win the best time to expand is when there is fear in the land if you read your bible every time there was mess there was jump there was drama going on that's when god said go forward even when jesus came into the earth do you all not know when jesus came into the earth he came uh during the time where the hebrews uh were uh being occupied by the romans the romans have taken over uh, the hebrews they've taken over that land here's what's interesting most cultures before then when they were enslaving a group of people here's what they do or occupying a group of people they would take those people and move them to their land got it this is what happened if you read your bible this is what happened with the babylonians the babylonians enslaved the hebrews what did they do they moved them out of their land and took them to babylon the romans said we're going to do it different the romans said we're going to teach people that we call governors these governors are going to go out and we're going to conquer territory and then we're going to govern those people and make where they live look like rome stay with me in other words we're not going to move them here we're going to make their look like here come on that's literally what god has called for us to do when we talk about the kingdom The kingdom means I'm not trying to die to get to heaven. It means that we are living well so that we make it look like heaven down here. Not perfect. just make it watch me. But just looks like the way God does things. Father, give us the grace tonight to walk, Father, contrary to the wind. Give us the grace, Father, to row even when the wind is contrary. We get to win even if the wind is against us. And I pray that we would not back down. I pray that we would not give in to what we see. I pray that we would not walk by fear, anxiety, or panic, but that we would walk by faith. I need you to type it on the screen. I'm a faith walker. That's what we do. We walk by faith. And faith is a calculated decision based on a supernatural persuasion. Come on. It is a calculated decision based on a supernatural persuasion. That's how we live. Father, you said in your word, when Satan desired to sip Peter like wheat, that you said for him that his faith would not fail. We pray that our faith would not fail us tonight. That's what we do. We get in the wind and we walk. We don't stop because it blows. We don't stop because of a storm. We don't give up because you got haters. You don't give up because people are talking noise. We don't give up. No, we are those that are called to walk by faith, hey, bye, 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 shit, and not by sight, in Jesus' name. I need you to put that on the screen. I'm a faith walker, faith walker, faith walker. Now listen, when Jesus came into the earth, the Hebrews were under Roman occupation, stop. Why wouldn't Jesus come when they were having great success? because that's not the best time to expand. Come on, y'all. The best time to expand the kingdom is right when there's a whole lot of stuff going on that says maybe you should wait. Maybe you shouldn't do it now. Maybe it's not a wise time to do it. I don't know who that is for, but some of you watch me. um, Don't put your spirituality on pause because of what's going on. Don't put your spirituality on pause. For some of you, you got to get back on your square, get back on your cube. Get back uh, to, uh, of course, we've got to attend online, attending faithfully online, faithfully giving, faithfully serving online. Why? Because the best time to expand the kingdom is when there's a whole lot of stuff going on. That's when Jesus came. He came when they were up under Roman occupation. He didn't come when they were on their glory days. He came when they were in the gutter. And when he came, he said, now is the time for the saints of the most High God to rise up and possess the kingdom. I need you to put this on the screen. It's our time and our turn. It's our time and our turn. Please put it on the screen. It's our time and our turn. Even if you are watching on replay, it's our time and our turn. So some of you saying, "Listen, don't you just want to wait a little bit?" No. The Holy Ghost said, "Start doing what you can do." He said, "Do not let what you cannot do stop you from doing what you can do." So I pr- I prayed all of that and said all of that to say this. If you're in Atlanta or you're moving to Atlanta or you want to move to Atlanta or you got family in Atlanta, we want you to be a part of our um of our uh, uh digital interest gathering next Tuesday, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. The first one was amazing. The next one's gonna be even more incredible. And when you register for it, make sure you share it on social media. We got a graphic. We'll post it again right after prayer on both on both the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church social media. So when you register, you can put your picture on the side and boom, you can get your little pose on. Uh, Mm, mm, mm. I used to train models, y'all. Uh, and I, actually, I don't think I've ever talked about, but I used to train models. I used to uh, train models on how to do everything. I was the director of marketing for a modeling agency, and uh, as I was the director of marketing, um, one day I needed to. They needed something done, and they said, "Well, we need you to do it." I said, "I don't know how to do it." They said, "You can figure it out. You can figure anything out." And so I walked in there, and then from that day forward, I learned how to train models. Anyway, somebody said, "Come to Jersey." We're gonna keep that in prayer. Until then, we got you there. See, listen, For everywhere where harvest is not physically, guess what? We got you there. We got you in Canada. We got you in the Dominican Republic. We've got you in Jersey. So wherever we are not physically, we are there because you are there. Can I get everybody that's connected to harvest in any way just type this on the screen? Hashtag we are harvest. Come on, put that in there. Hashtag we are harvest. Come on, I'm gonna put it on here. Let me do it. I think I can t- chat on this thing too. Boom, hashtag we are harvest. I think it goes everywhere when I type it. Hashtag we are harvest. So wherever you are, we are. All right. Now, listen, um, so that's why we're doing that. Jesus came. And the best time to expand is when there's fear in the land. So Mr. Bishop, how many jobs did you have? (laughs) Listen, God has been good to me. I prayed a prayer. And for some of you, watch me. For some of you faith walkers, we're about to pray this prayer. I prayed this prayer when I was a kid. Um, I prayed this prayer when I was a kid. I said, Lord, accelerate my destiny. Woo! Now, I don't like using the word destiny that much anymore because it implies destination, and destination implies you arrive. Hear me, guys. We never arrive. We're always in progress. But I want, a pr- for those of you, watch me, who want to move faster, I need to tell you, though, if he accelerates, and we're not going to say destiny. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it like this. Um, ex- accelerate your assignment. The assignment is the thing that you're sent to do got it this thing that you're sent to do in the earth when we pray that prayer let me tell you what also gets accelerated You already what gets accelerated come on here's what gets accelerated if it accelerates your assignment he has to accelerate your affliction so if don't pray this this is not gonna be what I'm gonna have everybody to pray don't pray this if, if you can't go through it fast now, let me tell you something. I'm a living witness. If, if you deal with it, if you pay now, you, you got to pay now or pay later. You pay later, you pay greater. So for everybody who wants God to accelerate your excitement, don't pray this if you don't if you don't want to. But for those of you who feel like you're not in it yet, you feel like you're kind of close, like you're doing double dots For those of you that are ready to do that, I want you to pray this prayer with me. I'm going to pray it. And then you just type, amen. Listen, no shade, no shade, nothing. If you don't want to pray this one, don't pray this one. This is something I prayed when I was a kid. And that comment triggered that because um, that's what I pray. And then I was like, oh, my God, God, why am I going through all of this stuff? But many of you hear me. You are a David. And as a David, you got to fight a king's battles at 16. You better hear me. We don't know what David we've talked about him on Sunday on church. What did David pray that made God skip all the grown men and go to him? Huh? What did David pray? We don't know what he prayed back there. What did David pray that made God say, you know what? I'm picking David over everybody else. I'm picking David over these other guys that look like they should be kings. I'm picking David over the, we don't know what he prayed. Can I tell you what I think he prayed? I think he prayed something like that. Accelerate my excitement. Somebody says, I've been fighting since I was 16. But y'all are ready for that. Listen, if you don't want to pray it, no shade, number love for you. All right, don't pray it. Or if you pray this. I prayed this as a kid. And God did this for me. I would, You know, you start dealing with grown folks' issues as an adolescent. And for many of you, you've already been doing it. Here's what you didn't know. Is that God was already getting you ready. Everybody shout out, come on. Come on, listen. God was already giving you ready. Do y'all hear me on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network? god was already getting you ready i forgot to welcome uncommon everybody uncommon facebook periscope instagram you ready to pray this if you're ready to pray this i just want you to do hashtag you ready hashtag acceleration that's all i want you to do if you don't want to do it don't do it no shade no no nothing when we pray this prayer that means there's things will speed up that means things that have already been in motion God's gonna bring those things into alignment you ready let's go father in Jesus name father for those that want to pray this prayer I prayed that prayer as a kid that you would accelerate my destiny and now father that we have greater understanding we can pray with greater wisdom what does that mean that we do not waste any time doing things that are not what you've ordained for us to do so for those father that have put hashtag acceleration on the screen I pray and stand in agreement with them that the same thing that I prayed when I was a kid I pray for them that you would accelerate it that means father that there'd be no wasted time there'd be no wasted energy there'd be no wasted steps there'd be no wasted relationships there'd be no wasted drama There'd be no wasted friendships. There'd be no wasted moments. There'd be no wasted jobs. There'd be no wasted career moves. There'd be no wasted house buys. There'd be no wasted car buys. That everything would be in getting them to where you've ordained for them to be and getting them there quickly. Give them the grace to get there quickly. Give them the grace to fight the warfare that comes with acceleration. The faster you go, that means the more wind against you. The faster you go, that means the more wind against you. But I declare that these are faith walkers and they've got what it takes so that the wind will not stop them. In fact, I declare that the wind would swoop around and become a tailwind so that it would press them forward. I rebuke the enemy off of their life. Come on, y'all. Let's pray. I rebuke the enemy off of their life. I rebuke the enemy that is the enemy that is in them which means we shut down negative voices. We shut down things that say they're not good enough. We shut down a telephobia. That is the feeling of not being good enough or the fear of not being good enough. We shut down uh, the negative words that have been implanted into their spirit that have been with them since they were children. We shut down the things that their mama said and their daddy said and their cousin said and their relatives said that have literally been implanted in them and birthed forth something in them. And in Jesus name, I declare they're bold as a lion. Come on. I declare that they are bold. I declare that they are powerful. I declare that they are strong. And finally, Father, I pray that no weapon that is formed against them would prosper. And every tongue that rises in judgment, including their own, that it would be condemned. Father, we cancel the power of every negative word that we've spoken every negative confession that we've spoken we literally cancel the power and cancel the fruit of it the same way we put it out there is the same way we snatch it back in the name of jesus now father i pray that you would stir up the passion in them for you and not let it have to come because of pain not let it have to come because of a loss not let it have to come because of drama not let it have to come because they going through something but father i pray that we would be like the song come on y'all let's pray And we would be like the psalmist that said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth, in my mouth. Fill our mouth with praise. Fill our mouth with gratitude. Fill our mouth with adoration for you. Fill our mouths, Father, with great celebration for you. Do it now. In Jesus' name, we rebuke the spirit of heaviness. And what do we replace it with? The word of God says that we put on the garment of praise for the what? spirit of heaviness which means not only is praise father something that should come out of our mouths praise is something that should be on us it means we wear it like a garment that means we put it on even when we don't feel like it that means we put it on because it keeps us from getting sick come on here we put it on because it protects us from the elements we put it on because it protects us from the rain We put it on because it protects us from uh, dust and dirt and things messing with us. We put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And I come against depression. I come against discouragement. I come against those thoughts that begin to try to torment you when you lay in your bed and try to tell you everything that's not going to work and not going to happen. I come against, watch me, you waking up in the middle of the night for five of you watching prayer right now. For the last several days, you've gotten up between 3 and 4 a.m. And I come against the spirit that's been trying to taunt you, the spirit that's been trying to uh, 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 mess with you, and come against you. And the if you're one of those three, I need you to wave. If you or whatever the number is, I call. I need you to wave i come against that and i replace it now father with a passion to pray that taunting would turn into triumph 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 in jesus name can i get everybody right there to just type amen i see the hand what was the number i called out i see i see hands coming in what was the number i called out my god tell you holy ghost my god listen if you're just coming in, like this video, tell me what you, where you're watching from and uh, and share this video on all the different platforms, all right? So, so some of you used to being on one platform and it came up on another, you got it differently. Um, by Wednesday, and I mentioned this to you last week, we delayed it a little bit. By Wednesday, um, you'll see there's going to be an additional way. We sent you out a little tester last week or yesterday. With a four o'clock and the six o'clock experience yesterday evening. Um, but uh, um, you're going to see a new method and a new way to watch. And for those of you who don't want to use social media to chat, we're going to try it out on, on this week and see how you like it. OK, there's going to be a chat where it's built into the church site. All right. We're going to try that. All right. So we're trying some things. So I may have not spoken it quite exactly like how it'll be. but We're going to try some things. Listen. If you're just coming in, like this video and uh, tell me where you're watching from and share this video. Listen, um, so I got all the, over there because I was talking, telling you the best time to expand is when there's fear in the land. Um, that's the same thing Jesus did. It's been that way since the beginning of time. Uh, one of the things that we started doing about 90 days ago when the time of quarantine started, Due to the coronavirus outbreak, um, I begin to talk about no fear, no anxiety, and no panic. Y'all remember that? F-A-P. What's happening in Henrico, Virginia? No fear, no anxiety, and no panic. Um, and here's the deal. Now that we're beginning to come out of that, um, here's here's the reality. The reality is for many folks, let's tell the truth, y'all. For many folks, um, how many of you can can be honest with me that that the fear has, watch me, it's evolved. It's evolved, that the anxiety has evolved or the panic is evolved. What do you mean it's evolved? You're not, hey DC, you're not so much now um, concerned about uh, uh, the virus per se. You're concerned about, watch me, your future. You're concerned about what life is going to be for you. How many of you, you can be honest with me, that watch me, That 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 it is evolved. So it's not what it was, but it's tried to evolve on you. Come on, let's be honest with me. If that's not you, that's okay. That's not you. That's okay. That's not you. That's okay. But if it is you, the Lord told me tonight. He said to attack that in prayer. And that's exactly what we're going to do. To attack that in prayer. Fear is a spirit. What's the spirit? A spirit in its simplest form, guys, is a mentality. Um, if for those of you who uh, my note takers in the Old Testament, um, when you look at um, the word uh, or the uh, the word spirit, it's the word ruach. New Testament is the word Numa, starts with a P P N U E D M A. Um, Numa. In both of those simplest forms, spirit means mindset. So Jesus, the, the scripture says God has not given us a spirit of what? Fear. A spirit of what? Fear. Um, so fear is a mindset. It is a mindset that takes information and facts, and it places facts above truth. All right. So I'm teaching you this so that when we pray, how do we pray when we pray, guys? I give you revelation. We pray. I give you revelation. We pray. I give you revelation. We pray. Um, Somebody said to me last week, he said, you know, Bishop. he said, you know, prayer really is is like another message. It's like Monday church. I said, "Um, well, because if you think we're just supposed to pray solid straight through for one hour, I said, "Um, I respect that. I said, but that's not that's a monologue, not a dialogue prayer is when god speaks back can i get you to type this on the screen he's speaking back he's speaking back everybody type that he is speaking back that's prayer so when i give you revelation he's speaking back to you he's speaking back to you it's not just blah 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 blah, in jesus name amen prayer in the bible is when god begins to speak back okay now Uh, Let me say this, Um, fear places facts over truth. What's truth? Truth is a a, a Greek word for faith, pistis. It means what God said about it. Fear says, well, this fact is greater than fear. And I'm gonna share this testimony and then we're about to attack fear, anxiety, and panic, because here's what happens. Um, um, Just like a virus uh, uh, can can morph uh, and can mutate, fear, anxiety, and panic can do the same thing. Fear, anxiety, and panic can do the same thing fear, anxiety, and panic can do the same thing. Then says much better, praise God. Fear, anxiety, and panic can do the same thing. And so you're like, well, I'm not fearful about that, but now, shoot, what about this? Today, uh, I was reviewing something, as I was reviewing something, I looked at it, and then um, fear came over, me. I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, hold on, Jesus, you ever looked at something that jarred you? And then i was like oh my god i said jesus whoa and then i started you know doing something and doing my research and doing some different things and all that and as i began to investigate it i I didn't say anything out of my mouth i didn't say anything out of my mouth got it you got to learn the art of silence um when john the baptist's father um who uh um elizabeth was his mother when his father um he's the angel appears to him and says hey you're getting ready to have The child, I want you to name the child this. He says, well, how is this going to be? You know, he's supposed to be named this and that. The angel silenced him so that he could not speak. Y'all ready? The angel silenced him so he could not speak the entire pregnancy. Because God knew that if he spoke, he was going to mess it up. Why? Because he didn't understand it. I want to cover that. Father, teach us the art of silence. Teach us how to shut our mouths simply because we do not understand teach us how to be quiet teach us how not to respond and just fly off at the mouth teach us how to guard our tongue teach us this the scripture says give us the tongue of the learned, so that when we do speak, we are not speaking against what you are trying to manifest. What you are trying to do, teach us the art of silence, guys. If you're just coming in, and share me. Let's see some more people reach tonight. Share this tonight. You're not sharing, you're not pr- you're not trying to push Bishop, and and get Bishop Foreman out there. What are you doing? You're getting prayer out there. That's what we're doing. So the Lord, the angel shut his mouth so he could not speak. In fact, when the child was born, they said, what should it be named? He had to write it down on a piece of, uh, you know, not paper in that day, but parchment. He had to write it down because they said, uh, because the Lord wouldn't open his mouth until he spoke what God said to speak. And for some of you, hear me. uh, The problem is God, watch me. God knows that if he tells you too much, you're going to speak against him. So for some of you, that's a word for about 50 of y'all on prayer tonight. For some of you. Watch me. God doesn't ever tell you a lot because he knows you're going to speak against it. For some of y'all, you just got confirmation as to why it seems like you don't, you're always, God, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? He doesn't tell you a lot. He doesn't say a whole lot because when he speaks to you uh, and when he gives you revelation through a message, through a word, you speak against it. So what does he do? He He doesn't say anything to you. Instead, he just puts you in it. Jesus, he just puts you in it because he says, I don't need you to know what I'm doing because you're going to talk too much. You're going to speak against it. So I'm, you're going to, in fact, for some of you, I don't know, for some of you, watch me. In fact, I just had an open visit. I can see you. For some of you, here it is. You feel disconnected from God. And the disconnection, watch me, is because you are used to him. Watch me. You are used to wanting to be in control and knowing everything. So what God has had to do with you, because if, when you knew something, you spoke against it. I don't know how this is gonna work. I don't know how I'm gonna do that. I don't think I'm good at this. I don't think this. so. What He does now is He doesn't tell you anything. He just does it. If I am talking to you, I need you to say Jesus. Type Jesus. Put His name on the screen, y'all. Jesus. Put His name on the screen. He just doesn't tell you anything anymore. I have learned that principle as a leader. There's certain people I don't tell nothing. Just, it's gonna happen when it happens. They'll see it when it happens because all right they asked me questions that don't have nothing to do with what we got (laughs) to do right so jesus is like "Mm -mm, i don't have nothing to say to you it's just gonna happen it's just gonna happen all right so listen fear anxiety and panic back where we were can morph it can evolve um and so you will begin to put facts over truth truth is what god says facts is that so today as that was happening, I went and I was like, oh my God. At first I was like, literally like, whoa. I was like, oh my God, you ever been there? Like, you're like, whoa, but I didn't say anything. I was silent. I said, shut up, <laughs> you got me? just what I said in my mind. I said, <clears throat> don't say nothing. And as I began to look at it, what I thought was one thing that I thought was a negative thing, once I did it and looked at it, listen to this guys, I discovered it was actually a testimony to something. It was actually, when I looked at it, I said, oh my God, look at how good God has been. In other words, sometimes fear, anxiety, and panic will morph, will mutate, and it will take on a different form. So maybe you're not worried about the virus anymore, which we pray for a swift end to, um, but maybe you're not worried about that, but maybe there's other things that have gotten you worried. Maybe you're a mother with a son, and now you're worried about your son because of what's, what's being televised in America. And what's being exposed in America? And it's about time, by the way. Um, listen, maybe, maybe you're, maybe you're an individual, and as this year is going by, you're like, oh my God, this year is going by so far, or so fast, and you're like, oh my God, I spent the first half of the first half of the year, you know, in quarantine. I need you to hear me. We're about to attack fear, anxiety, and panic. Y'all ready for this? And it's mutations. Come on, and it's mutations. And it's evolved, uh, how it's evolved so that that mentality is not present anywhere in your life. So that mentality is not present anywhere in your life. Y'all ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, tonight, we attack in prayer fear, anxiety, and panic. Those are spirits, which means they are mentalities. We attack them in their root form and every mutated form. Remember, every word we're going to say is strategic tonight in prayer we attack them what does that mean we shut them down and we command them father uh, just like a viral treatment we command them father to stop their replication glory to God. to stop their replication in our spirit stop their replication in our soul what is our mind thoughts will and emotions we shut that down right now in the name of jesus Every mutation of fear that we call wisdom, every mutation of anxiety that we call concern, every mutation of panic uh, that we call jarred or caught off guard, we rebuke it now and we shut it down. We attack the root and the fruit, we attack the original and the copies, we attack the original spirit and everything attached to that spirit. In the name of Jesus, Father, we shut down. Come on, while we're to go in. You ready? We shut down what feeds the fear in Jesus' name. We declare that our fear is starved. We declare that our anxiety is starved. We declare that our panic is starved. That means whatever is fueling it, that that fuel would no longer work. Not a gut. The fuel would no longer work. It would no longer have efficacy. That means it would no longer be effective in the name of Jesus. Whoever was fueling the fear the anxiety or the panic we pray father that those words would not have the same effect on us as they did whatever reports we were reading or information we were reading or information we saw that was fueling fear anxiety or panic we shut that down right now in the name of Jesus and declare that fuel won't work father like a d di- like diesel fuel ain't going to work in a no regular gasoline engine father we pray that what was fueling fear anxiety and panic and its mutations, it will no longer work in us. Uh, if it's the news, it'll no longer work in us. If it's family, it'll no longer work in us. If it's friends, it'll no longer work in us. If it's financial reports, it will no longer work in us. If it's medical reports, it'll no longer work in us. If it's credit reports, it will no longer work in us, on us, nor through us. In Jesus' name, I need everybody right there. Even if you're watching the replay, come on, type, Amen on the screen right there if you just come in and guys like the video tell me where you're watching from share the video remember i started tonight with prayer saying the that what words matter can i get a few of y'all to type it on the screen words matter so when you're listening to prayer tonight and as we're praying listen to the words we say we attack the original and the mutation because it will mutate what what causes it to mutate bishop it begins to mutate when you begin to be effective at fighting it that way Mm. When you begin to get effective at, at fighting it one way, it mutates to something else. And so we gotta get this, that the words we speak, they matter, and the way we pray, it matters. It matters. Because what fear was hoping to do, since it's a spirit, for a moment, can I draw on a, on a parallel of the analogy of the coronavirus? What happens, it's experiencing mutations. Now, don't there's no fear, anxiety, or panic, because the mutations are minuscule and 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 you're covered by the blood i need you to type that on the screen i'm covered i'm covered by the blood you're in the land of the living and you're covered by the blood For many of you um uh, uh this thing was handled. you you dealt with this on the front end of it and i said this to you over the last 90 days during prayer i said to you that for many of you who got that top coronavirus on the front end it was so that you wouldn't have to walk in any fear later on why because you would have the antibodies built up some of y'all you went through hell the last decade why you got antibodies for this one come on you you're immune to 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 giving up this decade why i didn't give up last one hey shout out about you're immune from throwing in the towel this decade why i didn't give up last decade some of you need to be glad that people cheated on you why i'm immune from that stopping me you'd be glad people betrayed you i'm immune from that baby i listen listen betrayal don't that don't even stop me no more i'm good now i need some of y'all to just say i'm good you're immune from that you're immune from that um but but in that if i could draw on this analogy for a moment and then we're going to cover this in prayer i could draw on that analogy for just a moment y'all um whenever you look at um whatever you look at a virus it begins to have mutations and the mutations begin to come uh because um it's the the virus or you know even bacteria mutates bacterial infections mutate also i am a doctor not a medical doctor but um it begins to mutate um those mutations are based on the fact that they're seeing um it, the efficacy of however you're treating it so it says let me try another way since this way won't work anymore and, and this one we're about to cover in prayer scripture says resist the devil and he will flee here's what he does though he mutates he mutates he evolves come on he evolves he evolves got it and the goal is that the mutation is so different than the original that the treatment will work that's the goal but god i need y'all to put that on the screen but god but god i want to cover tonight the mutations, we covered fear, anxiety, and panic. I wanna cover the mutations of the stuff that um, you dealt with last year and the last decade. Can I get you, let's just have testimony service for a moment. Um, that's old school church. Old school church, they have testimony service. It was typically what, on a Friday night? It started what, about 8, 8.30, ended about when it ended. <laughs> um, I want you to testify about some stuff you dealt with last year and last decade. Can I get you to just go through, and I'm going to go through your comments real quick, and I'm going to call some of it out, whatever you feel comfortable putting on the screen. Come on, guys. We got just a little bit more time. Come on. We're about to cover this in prayer because what the enemy is hoping to do this decade and this this year and this decade is to mutate. And the Lord told me tonight, he said, I need you to come against the mutations working. God almighty. Heartbreak, depression. Come on. Come on. Talk to me. Grief. What else? Talk to me. Talk to me, talk to me. What else, guys, you dealt with this last year or this last decade? Unexpected court case. Come on, homelessness. Come on, testify, tell your story. When you tell your story, you're never worried about anybody else telling it. Don't you ever let anybody hold you hostage with your story. Health issues, domestic violence, paralyzation, heartache, anxiety, lied on, cheated, robbed, heartbreak, depression, suicide, debt, come on. Multiple blood cots, come on, testify being used and abused. Come on, testify, testify, testify. What are you been doing, guys? Revelation 12. And we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. What you're sharing right now is letting him know, hey, sucker, I'm still here. <laughs> hey, Joker, I am still standing. I am still here. And any mutation you planned on using this decade or this year, we're about to shut that down. Being stagnant, depression, car accident, security. Come on, a depression, homelessness, betrayal. Here's what we're going to do. You can keep typing on the screen, wrongly accused. Listen, so here's what the enemy does. He used that against you last year and last decade. The goal was, is that it would it would work. It didn't work. Now, I need you to tell your story. It didn't work. Why? You got a pulse. god has got a plan. That thing is still beating. Come on. That thing is still beating. That blood is still flowing medical person what time says, Bishop, I like your veins. You got great veins. Uh, it's still blowing. Uh, it's still flowing. So if you got a pulse, God's got a plan. It didn't work. So here's what he will try to do. He will try to mutate it. How will he mutate it? It'll be the same spirit, different man. Same spirit, different woman. Same spirit, different situation. Same spirit, different circumstance. Watch me. Not the same, but you still got residual in you. Uh-oh. Not the same, but it looks the same. So you think it's the same. So you make it the same. I just said a whole word right there. Let's cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, everything that you caused us to overcome and caused us to triumph in last year and the last decade, Father, we now shut down the mutations. Let's pray, y'all. We shut down the mutation. That is where something would try to change shape. Or change form, or change body, or change building, or change uh, uh, scenario. We shut that down and declare that the mutations will not work against us. We resist the enemy. We resist the devil. We resist the tricks. We uh, we resist uh, the enemy that sometimes is our enemy. We rebuke us seeing it from a negative mentality. We rebuke us seeing it from the wrong ideology. In the name of Jesus, we declare the mutations, watch me, but they are ineffective, that the mutations have to come to a swift end, just like we pray in the natural that there be a swift end to the coronavirus outbreak. We pray right now for a swift end. Do every single mutation for everything that we went through in the last year. I can run and the last decade. And then I got to stand up in the name of Jesus. And we decree and we declare right now by faith that the enemy's plots, plans, schemes, ideas will not work. The enemy's plots, schemes, plans and ideas will not work. The enemy and the parts of us that have not yet been healed, that have not yet been dealt with. We declare that this is the year that they shall be healed and dealt with. Why? So that we don't go repeating the same stuff because some of it, God, ain't the devil. It's us. So not only do we shut down the mutations already, let's pray this. We shut down the mutations of us. That's not right. Of our thinking, that's not right. Come on of our ideology that's not right of our behavior that's not right of our heart that's not right of our habits that's not right we rebuke bitterness and we release it come on we release bitterness we release uh, anything father from the last year and the last decade that has no business in this year and this decade and we decree and declare right now that not only are we victorious, but we are living, walking, talking, breathing examples of how good you are, examples of how good you are and how good you are towards us in the name of Jesus. Can I get everybody, everybody to type amen right there? I said up. I think it's good to me. Um I, I can can I share a personal testimony? There was something I want to share this testimony. If you just come in and like the video, tell me where you watch it from and share the video. Um, there was something that I um uh, and I may be able to get into it on Wednesday's message, um, that it was important to me to begin to conquer this year. And I recognized that I said, God, I got I got to conquer that. Because cert- there, there would be certain things that would happen and I literally would just get like, just woof, because um, it brought up a sense of being used. Can I tell a testimony? A sense of being used, um, a sense of being, which I don't like, Who? nobody likes feeling used, right? It brought up these different things, and as that came up, um, I was able to recognize, wow, there's an area that need that 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 the Lord, Lord, we got to deal with that, we got to deal with that. And here's the personal testimony, just to cut to the fat. Um, uh, somebody said that made me release a shout. Listen, I I got to get up. That's why I'm up and I'm rocking. Listen, if I didn't have to stay in this camera for you, I'd be running around the room. Um, and I said, you know what? I I want to make sure that that particular thing. I said, because I can't can't bring that with me into my next. Hey, come on, y'all. I said, I cannot bring that with me into my next. I said, so instead of of reaching back to try to deal with that, I said, what I need to do is figure out how to move forward. I said, because that's not going to be the last time that type of scenario happens. I said, what has to be different is my response. God, what has to be different is my response. Jesus. It has to be different is how I choose to handle it. Come here, y'all. What has to be different is how I choose to process it. It has to be different, is how I have to choose not to view that as being used. Come on here, y'all. I have to not choose to view that as being used. I have to choose that as to view that as sewing. Come on. I gotta view it as sewing. I gotta choose to not view that as somebody took advantage of me. I have to choose to view that as watch me it may be a thank you i never get out about it may be a thank you that i never get but i have to choose to view that according to ephesians 6. it says knowing that whatever good anyone does we will receive the same from the lord Y'all already know what we're about to cover we're about to cover your responses come on everybody uncommon facebook or youtube periscope instagram we're about to cover your responses because for many of you you're going to deal with some of the same similar scenarios and, and here's what you got to make sure is that your response, here's what you do want. You do want your response to mutate. You do want your response to change. Come on, y'all. And when I saw my response change, I, I, I was like, oh, my God, I got a whole new joy. I got a whole new thing happening. But why? Because I chose to view that differently. I said I'm giving certain things too much energy, and there's no win in that fight. And if there ain't no win in that fight, that's not a fight I need to be in. Oh my God! If there's no win, that's not a fight I need to be in. For those of you who be getting in fights where there's no win, I need to put that on the screen. If there's no win, there's no. That's not a fight I need to be in. I know it's long. It's gonna take you a little while to type it. Type it out though. Get it out of your mouth. Speak it and type it. If there's no win, it's not a fight I need to be in. My response has to be different. I, I said I, I can't I can't control wrong people, even if it's ratchet and sloppy and trifling. I can't control that. So I'm I I, I, can't, I can't spend my days trying to control. I gotta change my response. Come on. I've gotta change my response. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry, over here, man. I gotta change my response. And when and when that thing clicked for me, oh my god. Oh, my God. It it, it created a whole new thing. I'm going to cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, tonight, in the name of Jesus, we do pray, Father, that our responses mutate for the better, that our responses evolve for the better, that our responses change for the better in the name of Jesus. That we will respond to issues, to circumstances, to challenges, to vicissitudes better. Matter of fact, not just better, but we respond to it the way that you have ordained for us to respond to it. Father, forgive us for putting energy into stuff we can't win. Putting energy into stuff, into people, into fights, into junk, into drama, and family mess, and, and friend mess, and business, whatever the mess is. Forgive us, Father, for over-investing over, uh, uh, over investing energy into that, when really what we needed to be doing is keeping it moving. Father, we pray over our responses. Come on. Oh, God. We pray over our responses tonight in the name of Jesus, that they would line up with your word, that we would not respond in stress, we would not respond uh, 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 in, a, in an unnecessary way, that we'd stop shooting a bazooka at a fly, that we would stop crash in the car because of mosquito. In other words, that we would not over respond. That we would not over respond and feel overwhelmed because of something That we should not have allowed to take us to that point, that we should have not allowed to get us to that place. In Jesus' name, I just need you to type on the screen, my response, my response, my response, my response, my response, my response, my response. God, I want to jump and sound. I want to cue the shout music right now, literally. All right. Because there's some family folk, listen to me, they're never changing. All right. Why would you speak that? The Bible says the poor you will have with you always. That means some people are never going to change. Jesus said that. So there's some people you need to change your response. There's some friends that they need to be benched. They're not friends. They're just people you've known for a while. They're not friends. They don't ever do nothing to help you go forward. In fact, the totality of your friendship is gossip. All right, you need to bench them. Y'all ain't saying that to me. There's some people that you know you, you're always trying to you know get. Why don't you see them? I need to just change my response. And then for those of us who used to over respond where you just, you know, one little thing and, and, and you think the whole thing is broken down. The whole thing is is toe up. It is not. Listen guys, I God Almighty. I gotta drop this now. If tonight you're on prayer and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, tonight is your night to come to the Lord. Uh, Sue, if you give your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him, come back to the Lord tonight. What does that mean if you've fallen away? Listen, right now, with this digital and online thing, I'm looking at some of the statistics from churches across the nation. And and it's a mixed bag because some people are disconnecting and I wanna challenge you to reconnect to God. If you're part of Harvest and you've been disconnected, reconnect, got it? Your pastor has been consistent. I've been with you your whole quarantine. I have done the same thing I did before quarantine. Your pastor has been consistent right here during quarantine and I'm gonna continue to be, that's my plan is to continue to be consistent. All right, I don't like to speak in absolutes. Are you hearing what I'm saying? All right. Number three, if you if you're like Bishop, I don't know where things stand with God. Tonight, let's be sure. Let's be sure that things are right with you and God. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure on the count of three, wherever you're at, I want you to respond by doing the hand-web emoji or say it's me right now. One, two, three. If that's you. If that's you, I need you to type it on the screen. Come on, Destiny says, I've been a digital harvester. So yes. My digital fam, you good. Y'all used to be digital. All right, but but for different people, different things have been happening. All right, because it's not even so much the digital, it is all of the distractions. And I pray against your distractions tonight that you would not be distracted from the Lord and the things of God tonight. Come on, if you need to become a Christian, I see your hand. Come on, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. Be sure to say it's me. Do the hand wave emoji. Come on, I'm waiting on you. Say it's me or do the hand wave emoji. I see you over here. I see you. Come on. Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. Say it's me. Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. Come on. Say, it's me, or do the hand-wavy emoji. Come on, mm-hmm. I'm waiting on you, I'm waiting on you, I'm waiting on you. If you're like, oh God, I don't wanna be embarrassed in front of all these people. You're in a safe place, you're not gonna be embarrassed. Go, Bishop Foreman, I got you, I got you covered. You better hear me, God's got you covered, all right? Come on, I wanna lead you in this prayer. You can continue to respond right now with the hand wave emoji you're saying, it's me, but I want everybody to pray this with me. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for your love. Say, thank you for your unconditional love. Say, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are God. In Jesus' name, give me the grace to run this race. Amen. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, or now you're sure. Can I get a few of you to type this on every platform? Text decision to 59769. What's going to happen when I do that, Bishop? I'm going to shoot you a text right away that's going to show you how to make christianity your lifestyle and not just the hobby guys we're out of time for prayer tonight if you want to sow into prayer you are more than welcome to do that you should always bless what blesses you it's a principle i believe in something that i do and and i know that it works anybody know that it works it works and so you can do that harvest search that church forward slash give if you want to use the cash app you can use that uh, bishop form and a harvest search give you know your song in the good ground uh, harvest is passionate about going after those that don't know the lord and reaching the loss. You want to use PayPal, you can give it that way. That's on our website. Venmo, you can give it that way. So if you want to sow, make sure that you sow. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Don't miss church on Wednesday night. Don't miss church on Wednesday night. It's going to be powerful as we continue in bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? Type what you're going to do. Type, I'm winning. Love you. Have an amazing night. Have an amazing, amazing night. Amazing night. Love y'all. Have a great night.